How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Two words that you could describe the Bears' Week 16 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars would be utter domination. The Bears come out, score 21 points in the third quarter, their best performance all year, move back to above 508-7 with a 41-17 to win. Today, we are back recapping the Week 16 win, talking about what needs to improve for Week 17 as the Bears have a real shot at making the playoffs. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to the right of me, I am joined by my co-hosts, Parse Shaw and Jalen McClinton. We were live streaming all game. A really fun time, a really good win, and the Bears are back in the hunt. Guys, how is it going? Feels great to be back. Um, you know, the Bears are basically almost in the playoffs. Um, just have to win Don't next week. Don't say that. Don't say yeah, that. I get, Do not say get, that. I, if Arizona wins and the Bears lose. That is true. That is true. Bears, but the Bears have a good shot. We'll, we'll leave it yeah. at that. And, and they control their own destiny. So at this point, the Bears – control their own fate which is the best part you know i don't like control having like other teams control your own destiny that's not what we want as bears fans so you know now we're good to go all we have to do is win next week and we're in it's a tough task but i have i have faith in this bears team jalen we saw a pretty good game for mitchell trubisky today we were live streaming the whole time how is it going a lot of madness throughout the nfl today uh this is probably the best stream we've ever had um, we almost had 200 people at one point a lot of donations a lot of comments Bears put up 41 points. It was a great day. It's been a great day. Um, like Park said, we finally control our destiny uh, getting this win. You know, it's obviously it's not over yet. We obviously have to win next week or uh, or have a Cardinals lose. But, you know, we can't if, we can't blame us not making, making a playoffs on nobody else but ourselves because we finally control uh, if we make it or not. So it feels good. Um, and I'm just extremely excited. Let's, let's talk about this amazing game that Bears had. <laughs> And Jalen, this is what you said from day one, ever since we lost six in a row. You said, I think this team can still make the playoffs. And what an end to 2020 for us. I mean, we still have some special stuff coming out this week. Yes. But, you know, at the beginning of this year, I never thought we'd be able to stream to 200 people on YouTube, have support on Spotify and Apple Podcasts like we do. It's been an incredible year, and I think this is just a great way to eclipse it and end it off. And hopefully the Bears can start off 2021 uh, getting into the playoffs and kick us off where we want to be. But – Let's get right into this win. The Bears move to 8-7. and seven. The Jags move to 1-14, and 14, still holding the number one pick. Let's take a look at the stats before we get into anything else. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, Mike Glennon, not too much of a revenge game once the second half hit. 24 for 37, 211 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, sacked once for a loss of eight yards, and a passer rating of 75.4. I have no clue what their running back's name is. I, I didn't know it throughout the entirety of the stream. 14 carries for 71 yards, but the Bears really did clamp down on the run in the second half, only allowed Jacksonville to 76 rushing yards. A good day for DJ Chark and Lavishka Chenault, both uh, 4 for 62 and a touchdown for Chark, 5 for 48 and a touchdown for Chenault. Chark had one of the best catches of the year uh, over Kindleville Door. Uh, I believe that was in the first half. And then for the Jaguars defensively, no one really stands out except for Greg Mabin, who had 10 tackles. Also, Mitchell Trubisky threw one uh, interception to him up in this game. Taking a look at the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky led us to a win, 24 for 35, 265 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, a passer rating of 97.9. Nick Foles came in at the end, zero for one on passes. They were just handing it off to David Montgomery, trying to get him to 1,000 rushing yards, which he did by a yard. David Montgomery, 23 carries for 95 yards, 4.1 yards per carry, and a touchdown, a long run of 26. That puts him at 1,000 
and one rushing yards on the season. Artavis Pierce, two carries for 26 yards, two plays in a row. He scores his first career touchdown. Really great to see for him. And then Mitchell Trubisky, two carries for 10 yards, also gets in for a rushing touchdown. Great day for Jimmy Graham. Four receptions, 69 yards, and two touchdowns, 17.3 yards per carry with a long of 30 yards. Only had one drop on the ball, a little bit overthrown by Trubisky. Allen Robinson had a great day against his former team, 10 receptions for 103 yards, no scores, but a long catch of 23 and an average of 10.3 yards per catch. <clears throat> Let's take a look at defensively for the Bears. Roquan Smith, eight total tackles, two passes defended, two interceptions. Kindleville Door added six tackles on the day. Danny Trevathan with four tackles, one sack, one tackle for a loss, and two passes defended. That'll about do it for this one. Guys, the Bears, as we mentioned it, based on the Cardinals' loss yesterday, the Bears are now back in the seventh seed. They have two passes to the playoffs, either a win next week against Green Bay, uh, which could be very influential of what happens this afternoon with the Rams and the Packers later tonight. We'll be keeping an eye on that, giving you guys updates on that, as well as if the Bears do lose next week, the Cardinals can also lose, and the Bears will still get in at 8-8 eight and eight if the Rams can clutch it up next week. Parth, Jalen, utter domination in this game, easily the best game of the year. A lot of people were saying before the game it was going to be reminiscent of Bears versus Texans just a couple of weeks ago in week 14, and it was very much so that at least once we reached the second half. So, Parth, I want to come around to you. We saw the defense start off slowly. We saw him pick up in the second half. Offense was pretty good throughout this game. What were your thoughts on how this one played out? Um, it felt good to see the offense, you know, um, be able to move the ball in the second half. The first half, it was definitely a struggle. Um, I was a little frustrated, irritated, I guess you could say, with the Bears' defense in the first half. Mike Glennon was able to get a lot of completions on us, move the ball, and he had a tough time stopping the run as well. Um, so it was a little, it was a little irritating the first half, but the second half, the Bears came out strong, you know, scored points, um, played great defense. Roquan Smith, um, what a game by him, should have been in the Pro Bowl. Uh, he definitely should be an all-pro all for sure. Yeah, he deserves his all-pro. I hopefully hopefully he gets that. Um, Mitch Trubisky, um, you know, pretty good game. Um, definitely needs to clean up some things. Uh, footwork at times, and then I guess uh, key interception he had in the red zone. You cannot make that throw ever. I mean, I tweeted after that, like, what? The Not heck? in the playoffs, you can't. I'll tell you, you that. cannot exactly. Um, you can do that against the Jags. I guess that's maybe why he could did threw the ball, but there's no excuse in throwing <laughs> that ball. Um, but yeah, uh, and then David Montgomery, he's playing well over a thousand yards on Allen Robinson with over 10 catches and hundred yards, hundred plus yards. He's having a great year for the bears. Those two guys, um, definitely the best players on this bears offense and, uh, getting Jimmy Graham the ball in the red zone is definitely helpful. I mean, he's an absolute beast. Those catches are, I mean, uh, definitely worth the signing. Uh, we did, you know, J Chris, uh, Chris definitely had some strong words about that signing before, uh, when it first came into play, but he's been playing well. I think he's got eight touchdowns in the year now. So big year from Jimmy Graham. Uh, this offense looks good again, 40 points, uh, 40 plus points, um, defense clutched up in the second half. Yeah. Jimmy Graham, uh, what a great signing that's been just purely off the touchdowns. And yeah. he, he's definitely going to be my offensive player of the game. If it's not David Montgomery, he has the most touchdowns uh, offensively for a tight end with the Bears since Greg Olson. If he has one more, he'll be tied for the most in franchise history in a season with Mike Dickett. So an incredible game uh, for Jimmy Graham. He played really well. You know, Talking about the rest of the offense, it was nice to see Montgomery get going in the second half. Allen Robinson was absolutely owning all game. I wanted to see him get in for a score. It didn't end up happening. 
Uh, and then Trubisky. I mean, I think there were two, three, four very errant throws that you can't make. I think the Bears looked like a playoff team in the second half. The defense came to life after halftime, started blitzing, forcing turnovers. It was pretty bittersweet to get revenge on Mike Glennon. But, yeah, as you guys mentioned, it's nice to control your own fate. It'll be really interesting to see what happens with Green Bay next week, especially if they can clinch the one seed tonight uh, with a Rams win as well as a Packers win. Uh, but the Bears control their own fate, and uh, it, it feels good to be back above 500 because losing those six in a row, uh, Parth, you and I especially, definitely lost hope. Jalen, kudos to him. He stayed through, uh, stayed confident throughout. Uh, but you know what? I'm excited to see what's going to happen moving forward, and I, it was it was really good to see how this team played in the second half because that was definitely playoff football, even though it was against the Jaguars. So, Jalen, albeit that the Bears just knocked out the Jaguars, they still played a very good game, uh, got the win, got back to above 500, are back with a third wild card spot in the NFC heading into Week 17, one week to go. So what were your thoughts about the Week 16 game? Um, so, like Park said, it started out very slow. Oh, weird. Up 13 to 10. A uh, lot of bad plays in the red zone in that first half there. That one play called a, it was like a, uh, a hand jet sweep to Cole Komet yeah, on the first goal from the half Cole yard Komet. line. Yeah, uh, after, getting, um, after getting the pass in the first call, put us on the one yard line. That was a bad play call. And then we tried to run it. Run it. That didn't work. And then Allen Robinson and it fell short. And, uh, he, well, he bobbled it. And we had to take three. Then one Mitchell threw that in bad interception in the red zone. Uh, we have to be better. Uh, you know, obviously, the reason when you get there, you need to put up some type of point drive to touchdown or a field goal. Uh, we didn't get all the way down the field to literally leave with, with no points. Thank God the defense got a turnover. Uh, that was a great play by Roquan. Uh, and then we get a field goal, out of it. but we, we shouldn't have been put in that situation. We should have been up 17, uh, 17 to 10 uh, going into halftime. But you know, uh, obviously, some Maggie or whoever got into, got into the team's ear. Talking about why we're going to close the game with a 113 Jaguars team, and we put up 21 unanswered points uh, in the third quarter, something we haven't seen all season. Uh, so, you know, first half was, you know, very sloppy. Second half was amazing. Uh, everybody was getting touchdowns. Our team, our team's got a touchdown. Uh, Mitchell had a rushing touchdown along with two touch, uh, passing touchdowns to uh, Jimmy Graham, who had a great game as well. So, definitely good to see the offense yeah. points, and definitely good to see the defense create turnovers. Yeah, the Bears had scored 23 third-quarter points the entire year, added 21 uh, in this one to get us to 44 all year, which still is very subpar. But it was nice to see the team perform in the third quarter and come out of the second half so strong and put their hands on the Jaguars' throats and end this game. Uh, you know, it was really nice to see just everything started clicking in the second half. And I think the Bears are going to be really excited to have Jalen Johnson back next week, especially if Green Bay's starting their starters. I mean, obviously, I think that, you would probably think that the Bears are going to lose to the Packers. I'm more confident in how they're playing offensively now than how, we're, how they were playing a couple of weeks ago when they went and got embarrassed on Sunday Night Football. But uh, if the Packers are playing their starters, I think it's going to be good to have Jalen Johnson back because that secondary still struggled a bit today. Let's head into our players of the game, offensive and defensive. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say Jimmy Graham. Uh, Jimmy Graham has been great all season. I did have some stuff to say about uh, his signing, but ever since he probably scored his first touchdown, I thought it was a good signing. Four catches for 69 yards, two touchdowns for him, a long catch of 30, also 17.3 yards per catch and a 22-yard score. It was great to see him pop off. Uh, you know what? He was there when we needed him to be there. He's such a good threat in the red zone, helped us get ahead in this one. 
Uh, and I think there's a lot of players you can give it to on offense. You can give it to Trubisky for bouncing back in the second half. You can give it to Montgomery. You can give it to Robinson. But I'm personally going to give it to Jimmy Graham. Uh, a flawless game from him. Uh, and I just love to see what he was able to do this week. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you now. Who is your offensive player of the game in this one? I'm going to have to give it to Allen Robinson, you know, a big game for him, 103 yards on 10 catches, a lot of slants. Um, but, you know, he's <laughs> playing well. Um, uh, and, again, uh, it was his, I guess, welcoming back to Jacksonville game. Um, he played well. Um, yeah, he's the best player on this de- offense. I was about to say defense. I'm tired. But, uh, you know, he's the best player on this offense. Uh, he And him and Mitch Trubisky have a little special connection going. Hopefully they can go that take that to the playoffs um, and extend Allen Robinson for next season because he is an absolute baller. Absolutely extend Allen Robinson by any means. Uh, he showed today why he's the best player on this offense. Almost had a touchdown. I, I've mentioned it a couple times. I would have liked to see it, but a great game for him. He's obviously the number one target on this offense, yeah. and he played incredible. So kudos to him. He, he helped us pick up a lot of very important first downs. Bears were pretty good on third down today, specifically because of Allen Robinson. Uh, obviously Trubisky's number one target and he was looking at him and Robinson was coming through and making a ton of plays. So Jalen, before we head to our defensive players of the game, and I think it's going to be pretty obvious who the defensive player of the game is going to be across the board. Who is your offensive player of the game? There's a lot of options here. Yeah, I could, I could easily go with David just for him. Uh, he eclipsed over a thousand yards, uh, about, about one yard. He got that on uh, when we finally put Nick Foles in. So I can go with David. Obviously, Allen went over 100 yards. But I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham here. Uh, he had four receptions, 69 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, the last catch was, was an amazing catch and an amazing throw by uh, Mitchell and Jimmy. And, uh, you know, Chris said this during the stream. I don't know if you guys were there. He was like, literally, this, this makes the most sense. He said, Jimmy Graham, uh, if, he, if he has a good game, he had one, one. If he has a good game, it's an amazing game. And then, you know, the next game, it's dead silent. So it's no in between. And that's what that's literally how it was, you know. Jimmy Graham had an amazing game, made some amazing catches. Had uh, he's eight touchdowns on the season. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of Bears fans, a lot of people in general criticize that signing, and I don't blame him because of how much money we made. But he's definitely uh, became an impact on this team, uh, especially with how little t- tight end professional play we had last year. And now him and Cole combined for ten touchdowns on the season. Uh, something uh, yeah, can't complain about. Yeah, Jimmy Graham has had a great season. Uh, you know, 44 receptions, 382 yards, and eight touchdowns with 8.7 yards per catch. I don't think anyone would have expected that coming into this year. It's not incredible production. It's not Travis Kelsey, uh, but it's some darn good play. And uh, you know what? Kudos to Jimmy Graham. He showed up big in this one. Let's head to defensive player of the game. This is going to be obvious across the board. I'm pretty sure. I'm going with Roquan Smith. What a game for him. Two interceptions in this one before the game started. I went on Instagram and said, Roquan Smith is about to prove people wrong because uh, he didn't make the Pro Bowl earlier this week. He definitely deserved it. I think that's a nomination he should have gotten because it still goes on your accolades even though the game won't happen. He deserved it, and he proved people wrong. He proved people why he should have made it. Two interceptions, eight tackles in this game. He was all over the field making big tackles on third down. Great game for Roquan Smith. He is easily my pick for the defensive player of the game in this one. Parth, I'm going to pass it along to you. I'm pretty sure you'll probably agree with me here uh but who is your defensive player of the game in this one yeah it definitely is Roquan Smith what a game by him two interceptions um you know he's he's been proven in all year why he's a great player uh, he's definitely I think the best player on this defense I can honestly say that um now um and uh, I think week in and week in now he's playing well he's definitely a top five linebacker and all pro this year should have been a pro bowler like you said Chris but he's he's just gonna prove people wrong um that's what we're here to do that's what the Bears have to do basically going forward mm. 
Yeah, and it's been a great year for Roquan, and the great thing about him is he's so young. I've said it for a long yeah. time, I think ever since the Bears drafted him uh, back a couple of years ago, and I remember live streaming, and Jalen was so mad that we took him over Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, but uh, you know what? A, a great game for Roquan. He continues to play better. He got us three points in this game uh, at the end of the first half. That ended up being pretty big, uh, at least for gaining some momentum going into the half to start off nicely in the second half. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it around to you. Are we consensus here? Who is your defensive player of the game in this one? Um, I'm not going Roquan Smith. I'm going with Proquan Smith. <laughs> Proquan Smith. Proquan yeah. Smith. All Proquan Smith. We saw yes, that sir. in the uh, uh, we saw that in the uh, stream today. Yeah. So shout out to whoever said that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, if you're watching this video, uh, you know who I'm talking about. So um, yeah, it's, it's Roquan by far best best player on the defense this season. Um, eight eight tackles, two interceptions, two pass deflections. Uh, that interception um, at, in the and late in the second quarter, uh, got us got us a touchdown right after Mitch threw a, uh, threw it in a bad interception. So um, he kind of scared us. He looked like he got hurt, uh, but thank God he was okay. He came back in the game and got another one off a tip pass by Danny Trevathan. Uh, Roquan has played really good. Um, he's he's making a name for himself as one of the, another great Bears linebacker. Uh, we all knew he had the talent. He's been producing since his rookie season, but this by, this by far is his best season. Uh, you know, especially with him coming off an injury, he was going through some stuff last season and to bounce back and have a season like he's having. Uh, I, I couldn't be more excited to see, um, you know, another ten plus years of Roquan because he's only twenty three years old putting up numbers like this. Uh, he he still has a long career to go, and I can't wait to, uh, you know, see what else he does. Yeah, and Roquan Smith deserves to be an All-Pro. He deserves everything that's coming his way. What what a great performance by him, and what a great season he's had so far. Look, this game was a win-win for the Bears and the Jaguars with the Jets win over the Cleveland Browns, which actually is keeping Cleveland out of the playoffs. Uh, the Jets win 23-16, to and the Jaguars clinch the number one overall pick, so the Bears get back in the playoffs. Jaguars get the first pick. They get Trevor Lawrence next year, uh, so kudos to them for that. Before we close this one off, let's talk about what needs to improve next week. I think it's pretty plain and simple. Uh, I think that was a pretty flawless game in the second half and for the offense in the first half. But defensively, you have to play better um, and, and you have to stop pressing so far off receivers. I've criticized Chuck Pagano's ability to scheme defensive packages all year. I think it's going to help having Jalen Johnson back. But this defense has to perform better. I don't know if we're going to see Buster Screen back in the starting lineup. I would sure hope not, no matter who's starting at quarterback and at all the wide receivers for Green Bay next week. Uh, you have to play better defense, and uh, you have to stop the run. I think there was a, a lot of explosive runs in the first half by Jacksonville with a with a second or third – with what coming into the year who would have been a third-string running back behind James Robinson and Leonard Fournette. Uh, so you got to be better at plugging the run early on, and you got to play better pass defense. I think that's pretty much about it. Uh, and, and for Mitchell Trubisky, you just can't make those bad decisions. Next yeah. week, you cannot make those bad decisions. If the Bears make the playoffs, you cannot make those bad decisions. But that's pretty much all i got to say heading into next week. Uh, I think that's pretty much all that needs to improve. And it was a pretty sound game otherwise. Also, one last tidbit, give Montgomery the ball more. He had 23 rushes in this game with only eight in the first half. I probably want him having 25-plus carries a game, especially against Green Bay last week or uh, next week, a team that we've seen him do well against in the past, especially earlier this season. He was probably the only bright spot when the Bears faced the Packers earlier this season. So give Montgomery the ball more is definitely an important one. Parth, I'm going to pass it along to you. Before we close this one off, what do you think the Bears need to improve on heading into a crucial Week 17 yep. game against the Green Bay Packers? 
I'm basically going to agree with what you said. Um, you know, it's um, basically playoff football, and uh, you got to give Montgomery the ball more, just pound the ball. I think that helps Mitch out. Uh, Trubisky, you know, he plays well um, when he's moving on, uh, moving in the pocket. He played well today for most most part. I think he just needs to not turn the ball over. It's easier said than done. I think today he definitely shouldn't have had a turnover. Uh, that was just a bad throw, something I doubt he'll ever throw again. I'd hope not, at least. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. The defense, um, slow start, but they came back in. I think Truk Pagano definitely needs to do a better job. Um, I could see him actually still getting fired this year. I just feel like the defense has taken way too big of a step back to keep someone like him, especially knowing the potential of this defense has. But, again, you know, they only allowed 17 points. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I guess. At the end of the day, we won the game. It feels good to be 8-7, and seven, and uh, it's a must-win game next week. Basically, must-win from now on. Um, uh, let's hope the Bears can just run the table. Be careful where you tread because I'm not sure if we won't see another Trubisky pass like that again in the future. Uh -huh. I mean, I mean, another one as bad as that one. I just, I do, I don't think I've ever seen a bat like that bad. No, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. There was like 15 people in there and he just threw it up. Anyways, yeah, yeah I, I like what you say about the defense. You know, defensively all around, we have to be better. I've said it about Pagano. I think he's neutralized guys like Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson, which is unfortunate. So I could still see yeah. him going after the season overall defensively. Uh, you know, this team didn't click until the second half this time and. Whether the Packers are playing the starters or their backups, their backups are probably still a little bit better than what Jacksonville had in today where you're playing a lot of practice squad players, a backup quarterback in Mike Lennon. So defensively, you just have to be better all around next week if you want to give yourself a chance against starters or against backups with Green Bay. So, Jalen, before we close this one off, what do you think needs to improve heading into a crucial Week 17 matchup where the Bears can win and get in? Um, Consistency, something we talked about multiple times. The Bears have been consistent on offense, um, mainly because we play bad defenses. Uh, the the Packers defense isn't that good, but uh, it's better than what we faced probably yeah, the last three weeks. Better defense than what we faced. They have very good talent on, on their officers. and especially in that secondary. Yeah, the Smith they struggled against the run, but that secondary has been pretty solid. Yeah, Darnell Savage, Jair Alexander, uh, obviously uh, AJ. So a lot they have a lot of people in that secondary that can make plays if given the opportunity to. They might not be good, uh, you know, when it comes to stats wise and you know, and when it comes to categories, but they I'm pretty sure you can name more players on, on the on, on the Packers right now, the defense that you can name that, that just played against us for the Jacks. So oh, yeah. um, stay consistent. Uh, last time we played the Packers they, they blew us out, whooped us on Sunday night football. So uh, I think it's our time to get our revenge and I clinch the playoff spot. And uh, well, that's not about it. The defense as well. Um, you know, the defense started off struggling against a very bad Jags offense, a very bad Jags team in general. Mike Glennon was was dying us up because Chuck Pagano wanted to play uh, behind the behind the sticks, and they were just running short five yard outs and basically doing that, thinking um, and dunking up the field. Um, you know, for for the drive that they scored a touchdown. So obviously, we can't do that next week against one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. He's an MVP candidate in Aaron Rodgers. So uh, yeah, you know. That's about it. Consistency, do better on defense, and uh, continue to feed David Montgomery the ball. Uh, he's, 100%. He's and depending on what happens with Rodgers next week, we could be playing him. We could be giving Jordan Love a taste of what the Bears are really about. But it should be interesting to see what happens. But the Bears are in a spot where they hold the seventh seed in the NFC. And if they win, they are in. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our Week 16 postgame show. If you want more content from us, head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs about the Week 16 game against the Jaguars. Uh, more thoughts as well as starting our Week 17 coverage, Bears versus Packers. 
If you want to find us on social media, we're at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter. It's a great follow. Uh, we give you guys some exclusive content on there. We talk about what we're going to post before we post it. We want to get your guys' advice, so be sure to follow us on social media. Finally, the links to all of our social media pages are down in the description. All of our Instagram and Twitter pages, definitely worth following. We're active on all the platforms. It's a great way to interact with us, and you can see our thoughts on all Chicago sports, all professional sports throughout the year, so be sure to follow us on all those platforms. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, what an up-and-down year 2020 has been. It's been great for Bears Down. It's been horrible for basically all mankind. It's been up and down for the Bears. Uh, you know, if the Bears could make the playoffs next week, uh, it, it would put a bow on 2020 being such a crazy year, and, and I really hope they can kick off 2021 in the right way. But any last words before we end this one off? Yeah, uh, it's been a weird year. It's been a good year for us here at Bear Down. Um, we're thankful for you know all you guys listening in right now and uh, joining our live streams and supporting us every day. It's uh, awesome for that. And then, yeah, um, you know, Bears-Packers next week. We always love playing the Packers. Uh, it's a must-win game for The best rivalry in football, and it's going to be exactly. a lot next week. Yeah. Exactly. So, Jalen, um, any last Bear words, Down, brother? Uh, we're back in the playoffs Let's hold it for more than one week. Last time we were in the playoffs, we had the number one seed for like three hours. Five weeks, three hours, yeah. We had the number one seed for like three hours and then we lost. So um, I can't believe it actually happened. You know, people in the comments were getting up about me and even Parth and Chris at, at points were uh, getting on me for being too optimistic. But Parth I, I and I were it. making videos about firing Nagy and Pace. Exactly. We've exactly. done everything this year, bro. So I done know. everything. Chris yeah. was talking about losing the Texans game, but uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're actually back in the playoffs after losing six games straight. Yeah. That, that just proves to you, that shows you 2020 is a crazy year. Thank God it's almost over. we got like four days left before this uh, terrible year is over. But um, that's about it. Bear down, stay safe. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'd like to say for all of us before I close this one out, the support in 2020 for us has been absolutely ridiculous. The stream today was so much fun. Almost had 200 concurrent viewers in there once. It's never something we dreamed was possible. We came into 2020 not very motivated, barely posting. Something switched in our minds, uh, and we ended up creating this incredible platform, and it wouldn't be possible without any of you guys. So what a surreal year it has been for us. What a surreal year it has been for the Bears. What a surreal year it has been for everyone with the pandemic and everything. Let's hope the Bears can put a nice bow on 2020, kicking off 2021 the proper way on January 3rd and entering themselves into the playoffs. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, celebrate the Bears are back above 500, but be cautious. We've still got a little bit of work to go. And as always, stay safe and bear down. We will see you guys with week 17 coverage kicking off tomorrow and that's pretty much it for us guys see you in the next one peace out